stay above the fray of the everyday. Uncle Fernando on Bay FM 99.9. Listen to Uncle Fernando and Bay FM 99.9. <laughs> Good one. Yes. Uh, I think I've got everything ready. Just so I can get a volume, just say your name. John Anderson, aka Fastbucks. Testing, testing, one, two, three. All right, I'm just recording now. Yep. We are joined by John Anderson, a long-term resident of the area, and I'm told a bit of a character around town. He's also known as Fast Bucks. He's running for council and for mayor. Thanks for speaking to us, John. That's all right. I'm feeling feeling generous today, mate. <laughs> for people who haven't been in the area for a long time, like myself, John, tell us a bit about yourself. How would you describe yourself? Oh, that's a bit rough, isn't it? Um, <laughs> how would I describe myself? Well a long-suffering observer of the political process and um, someone who uh, wants to have one final shot, well, doesn't want to, feels obliged to have one final shot because, the, the, the you know, the current lot of councillors, the outgoing councillors, really, it's the worst council we've ever had. They're just hopeless as a group. There are one or two people amongst them who have had a bit of talent, but they've been drowned out by, you know, the, the Greens, basically the past generation of Greens. And um, every, every four years we get a new crop of people who know nothing, basically. They might be have good intentions, but they don't know anything. And, you know, they're naive and they get waylaid by the staff. And that's what happened to the Greens. They got waylaid by the staff. The staff used false camaraderie and flattery to get them on side and subverted them that way. So I want to get in there and um, let the staff know that the party's over. Is that why you're running? That's the only reason I'm running. I don't want to do this. In fact, just the day before nominations closed, I, you know, I had a severe doubts about it because, um, you know, and I don't mind if I don't get elected, but um, I don't. I don't want to get elected. I'd like the votes as an affirmation that what I've been doing is worthwhile but I don't want to actually be on the council because I've been there before. And um, somehow it manages to be both tedious and stressful at the same time. So, you know, plus it's ugly. It gets ugly, and it's got very ugly for me over the last six months, as you'd be aware with uh, court cases hanging over me. Mm. So, and you get tired of the ugliness. You know, I can I can fight it, but um, you'd rather not have to. But, you know, if you the way I look at it, if there's organised um, opposition to you and you know attempts to silence you, which are clearly have been in my case, then it's it's flattering in a way. They don't want to take the risk of me um, saying things that you know that shouldn't be said, and which I can't really repeat on air. But you know, there's a lot of funny things going on, and they can only be explained by one thing, which I won't say on air. 
Mm. Well, I might ask you about that, but why did you leave it to the last moment? You don't have a team. Do you have actual policies? I do have policies, strangely enough. <laughs> what what are they? I'm probably the only councillor who's got policies, and I intend to publish them in the in the last two weeks of the campaign. You know, saying this is what I want to do, and um, this is what I'll be putting forward. If you elect me, I'll be putting these ideas forward in the last the la- the first three months of the new term. You know, no mucking about. I want to get into it. Well, can you give us a sneak preview of those policies? Because there's only four weeks to go now. There are, um, and, you know, mo- most of the candidates are promising the usual things. Oh, independence and uh, change and blah, blah. The same shit every bloody election. You know, it goes on and on. The people know nothing, and the candidates know bugger all either. And so you're all hoping for the best, you know, and it just doesn't work anymore because the opponents of the right wing have become too too shrewd, really. Um, they're good at... Uh, they're good at sticking the knife in you and smiling at the same time. And some people fall for the smiles. Like I've, I had to say it a couple of times during my address to council over the years, you know, and I've been doing it every meeting for a couple of, for several years. And I said to him, Simon, not everyone who smiles at you is your friend and not everyone who criticises you is your enemy. Right? But he never understood that. He thinks anyone, it's nice to him, flatters him, is a good is a good person, and he's they're going to get his support. Which is, you know, if he was if it was only his own interests, he put at risk by that attitude. You know, good luck to you, mate. But he had the whole shire. He's led the shire down the garden path by being too trusting, basically, the trusting of the permanent staff. So the policy one of the, one of my policy objective objectives is to do a radical culling of the staff. Every new council goes through this rigmarole and they get given all these flow charts, you know, this department here, the information flows that direction. You can't understand them. Anyway, the councillors go through that and they're made to feel like, you know, they're really important and they're following all these procedures that are going to change everything and make everything a lot better. The problem is you're just leaving the same people in situ, same staff members, and who's to say who they're talking to when they're giving their decisions? Nothing changes. It's just it's just a, a little fast. I think it was about three years ago, um, Councillor Curry remarked in one of her more frank outbursts, and uh, I wish she'd had more of them. She had a go, jumped down uh, Ralph James's uh, throat, the uh, main council lawyer who goes to meet, he usually attends meetings. He said, oh, you can never answer it straight, something to that effect. You know, she, she asked the question, you never get satisfaction. When you ask questions of counsel, they always give you nonsense. And you don't want to admit that you haven't understood what they've said, so you just go along with it. You know, and there's, I've had enough of that. I'm not afraid to say, look, I don't understand. It's your job to make me understand. You're getting paid, you know, 200 grand a year or whatever. Make me understand. So, John, basically you think the council staff run the show and they've been doing a poor job and you want to bring a broom and a clean sweep through it and the way it works. Well, I do. That's that's the that's the main thing. I'd, I'd also, yeah, because they, they're running this show. They're supposed to be giving the 
theoretical role, which is really laughable in terms of how different it is to the reality, they're supposed to supply the councillors with all the information they need to make particular decisions. And my main job has been going, meeting after meeting, is saying there's always one or two particular items on the agenda where the council have just left all this stuff out or put in misdirection, you know, one trick after another. And so the councillors don't know. I said, well, what's, you know, what does this mean? And blah, 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 blah. And the councillors just sit there, just looking at you like stunned mullets, and the staff get away with it. Mm. So that's your main platform, John. Just briefly, what are some of the other ideas that you have? Uh, Look, it's all procedural stuff. I I don't want to get involved in any particular retail issue. I just want the idea is to improve the processes by which we arrive at the decisions, you know, the information flow. The only thing I could specifically uh, say is that I, I had the idea long before Councillor Lyon announced it that we shouldn't have to pay locals shouldn't have to pay for a parking permit you know I'd, I'd revoke that straight away and I'd also make it transferable from one vehicle to another at the moment apparently if you uh, if you sell your car and it's got six months left well on your permit too bad you have to buy another new permit are you supportive of extending paid parking to other towns in the Shire no no I'm not uh, you know the whole the whole paid, no, no one's, you know, there's no, uh, they don't feel ashamed. It's not a, paid parking is not a mechanism to raise funds. You know, and that's how they're treating it. It's a method of controlling the parking. But this is all about raising money. And the staff and Councillor Hunter have said, oh, no, if we abolish this, it'll, oh, we'll lose all this money. We'll have been losing a lot of money on a lot of things. Like the, the bypass, for example, that blew out from $10.5 million to nearly 27 million that I know of. That's over a period of about three years. Uh, so how can they, with a straight face, oh, you know, we can't afford to uh, waste money when they've been wasting a lot? And, uh, you know, they never account for themselves. Slippery, always slippery. The staff are always slippery. Keeping the keeping the councillors and the public in the dark. So I'm tired of them. John, you haven't been out campaigning, you haven't got a team, you haven't got a website or Facebook page, and you're only releasing... What do you mean I haven't been out campaigning? Have you been out campaigning as a as a candidate? Waving banners and slogans. No, that's not the only way to campaign. No, but letting people know that you're a candidate, we didn't know until the other day. Ah, well, you asked me why I'd left it so long, and I had good tactical reasons for that. Because I was banned from the council chambers and I was served as an AVO by one of the councillors. Now, I was expecting something. I knew that the staff were worried about me. I was expecting something. I didn't expect what, what actually happened. But I thought, well, if I start campaigning as though I'm running, uh, I'll give them more chance to prepare. What, what, else have they got in the, <coughs> excuse me, what else have they got in the pipeline? I don't know. So I wanted to give them as short notice as possible. But is that going to give you enough time to get elected, to only let people know the other day and to only put out... Oh, look. Look, mate, I've been out there for years. If people don't understand now, they they never will understand. You know, I'm not going to go out. I've been through all that stuff, handing out pamphlets and, you know, if I had the energy to do it, I, I might do it, but... I've only got limited energy and I prefer to concentrate on the uh, the issues and I've been, in a sense, I've been campaigning for years. But, John, not every single person that lives here now knows you. No, they don't. 
But that's it, isn't it? Isn't that the essence of democracy? You you vote for people you don't know anything about. <laughs> <laughs> if you knew anything about them, you wouldn't vote for them, and then you wouldn't be allowed to vote anyway. So is this a serious run then, or are you just trying to yeah, send a message? It's a serious run. It's um, I didn't want to have to do it. I, you know, but the the, the next generation are too naive. The guys who you know who are about the right age to be my kids, I suppose. That most of those people who were on the last council, and they're just naive, you know, just really naive and just too trusting and want to believe the obvious, you know. They just everything that's shoved in front of them, they want to believe it. Except if I shove it in front of them, then it, no, it must be must come from a dark place. So, I don't know. There was a whole generation of people who came to Doofs at this property. They'd still remember me. They mightn't know I'm running, but over the next two or three weeks, that'll come through. And you think that's enough time to let all voters know who you are, that you're a serious contender, and that you want to be on council and they should vote for you? It'll have to be. I'm not going to indulge in all the all the usual... Nonsense. But do you realistically expect to get many votes? I do. And get on council? I do. Unfortunately. And if I don't, well, I'll just have to retire, won't I? I'll be so sad. (laughs) John, just on that full-page ad that you put in the Echo, that's how most people came to know that you're actually running, and that was last week. You put the boot into a, a, a whole lot of people including uh, Jan Hackett, Alan Hunter, Sarah Enjai, council staff, of course, the former mayor, Simon Richardson, and the current mayor, the interim mayor, Michael Lyon. Whom don't, we, don't mention his name, please. Well, we've got... Don't swear in front of me. We've got him coming <laughs> on to the program next. Do you have a nice word to say about anyone currently on council or running for council? A nice thing to say... You really don't know me, do you? <laughs> well, I was hoping, I was a bit disappointed that Basil Cameron didn't run again. We, we've never particularly got on at a personal level, but, you know, he voted well. He wasn't a, a leader, unfortunately. He was unable to score much much success. And Councillor Curry, they were the only two who were worth anything, you know, on the past council. And... Um, I'm glad the council of Koori is running because, look, part of the problem with councils, local government, is that every four years you get a new bunch of char- of, of, of deals, basically who know nothing, right? And they're vulnerable. And the staff latch onto them, especially the mayor. They especially latch onto the mayor. So do you think you have to have been on council to become a mayor? Uh, I do tend that way uh, after talking to... As Saran, I think is his name, I thought, well, mate, you know, you've got a long way to go before you're ready to be mayor. Uh, we made that mistake once before with uh, Tom Wilson. He wasn't on council. He went straight to being mayor. And within a year, 18 months, he had everyone screaming for his head. You know, so you, you, you need to know what a person's all about. John, have you had a chance to talk to any of the other candidates about preferences? No. <clears throat> I don't know what to do about preferences. I'm not... On the one hand, you know, I'll be urge, I'll be urging people not to follow preferences. You know, just vote. If you if you follow someone's preferences, you're going to get manipulated. John, what's your final message to voters? Why would people 
want to give their democratic vote to you? What's the what's the reason to vote for me? Yep. Well, I um, I want votes. I want outcomes to be determined by the people, right? not by the staff. And I want the staff to give objective and comprehensive advice so the councillors know what they're talking about. At the moment, they don't. They're just being bullshitted by the staff on a regular basis, you know, and I'm over it. So I will. The, the idea is to improve the processes. I don't want to tell people how to vote on particular issues, but if they have the the right, if they have the right information, they will, you know, generally speaking, make the right decision. But they'll make the wrong decision if they're being led up the garden path, which is what the Greens, the previous batch of Greens, did. And I think that's why some of the older Greens have come back too to bring the young ones back into line a bit. And you really think you can? Get on council. Well, you don't sound very positive, mate. <laughs> well, there's only a few <laughs> weeks to go. Yes, I know that. Well, I don't have. I'm not in with up to Facebook and all that stuff. Um, and I didn't. It wasn't only. It wasn't until recently that I decided to run. And look, you know, I can't be bothered with all that. Yeah, and all the others have teams, so they've got teams, and they're doing. They're out there doing heaps of stuff. So you haven't got a team together. Yeah. Well. What, I've had offers of help, but they won't, I won't even have a team out there handing out how to vote cards at this point. Well, they banned know. that, so you can't do that this time around. Don't you? No, you can't. They've banned that. Oh. Yeah, no, you can't. Well, that's good. <laughs> they <laughs> did something help. right for a change. That'll help you? Oh, look. <laughs> I don't care about the outcome, really. I, I just want to satisfy my... Look, I'd like to get a lot of votes as an affirmation for what I've been doing for the last few years, you know? Uh, that's all. I don't want to get on council. Someone else can do all that stuff. But, you know, if if I do get on, I will try to change things fundamentally, is what I'm saying. And that means getting rid of most of the current staff. And if I got elected, I reckon a lot of them would just leave anyway. <laughs> John, it's been great speaking to you. Thank you for speaking to us and good luck. Thank you.